0: This is our second session on Micah 5.2. We looked at the wider context of Micah last time, and in this session we'll just focus here on verse 2 and deal with the various parts of it, which is uh, a prophecy. You, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old from ancient days, which is quoted by the uh, Jewish leaders when Herod asks about where the Messiah is to be born in Matthew 2, 4-6. Herod inquired of them, the wise men, where the Christ, that is the Messiah, was to be born And they told him in Bethlehem of Judea. And then they quote Micah 5.2. For so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd, who will shepherd my people Israel. We'll look at this perhaps and its differences from the Hebrew of Micah 5.2 in a future session. But for now, let's simply focus on this text in its context. So, Father, grant the pieces of this to come together in a beautiful picture of what you intended to do 700 years before you began to do it in Jesus Christ. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. But you... And he's addressing now, interestingly, uh, a city. And perhaps to uh, show that this little city is in need of direct address and comfort, as you'll see in just a minute. But you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah. Now, why the double reference? Ephrathah is sometimes interchangeable with Bethlehem in the Old Testament. And sometimes it's a region, smaller region, of which Bethlehem is a part. My guess is that perhaps the reason for including both of them here is to call to mind something like this, namely the connection with David, 1 Samuel 17, 12. Now, David was the son of an Ephrathite. It was from Ephrathah of Bethlehem in Judah, namely uh, named Jesse, who had eight sons in the days of Saul. The man was already old and advanced in years. So just that double reference in regard to David might be the reason why Micah mentioned both Ephrathah and Bethlehem here. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, who are little, too little, very little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be a ruler in Israel. So the contrast between the littleness of Bethlehem and the might the significance of this ruler. That's surely what we're supposed to feel here, is a little a little clan and a mighty ruler is going to rule eventually to the ends of the earth. So this is a massively important ruler, not just your run-of-the-mill Middle Eastern uh, potentate. This is going to be the messianic king of the world, and he's going to come from a little place. Now, what's the significance? Maybe two or three things. These folks, Bethlehem, were uh, embattled. Remember the preceding verse? Uh, here's Here's the preceding verse. Now, muster your troops, O daughter of troops, speaking to Jerusalem. Siege is laid against us, Israel, with a rod they strike the judge of Israel on the cheek in other words Israel is being uh, attacked surrounded and shamed when you strike a king on the on the cheek you're you're shaming and so in um, as an antidote to the shame of being little and insignificant and weak and surrounded the prophet is saying oh no 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 little and embattled and small and vulnerable, though you be, you are going to give rise to a great ruler. So be comforted. I think comfort and, and security. You're going to be secure someday. The, the king is going to be a peculiar kind of king. He shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord. This is going to be a security giving, a caring shepherd king for a little and embattled people. And when I put those together, namely the the seeming um, smallness of the origin together with the might, I think of, for example um, this in the New Testament. Come to me, this is is that shepherd, this is that ruler who came from a little place and is the king of the universe. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. This is that that security he's going to give us as a shepherd, rest. Take my yoke upon you. I am a king. I give yokes. I rule. You serve me. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly. That's signified by the littleness and the smallness of Bethlehem. Little and am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I think that's the spirit that is lying behind this picture of. I'm going to address an an embattled, a weak, a small, and a vulnerable little city and say, out of your kind of littleness comes a great ruler who will have the character of humility and meekness about him. The next thing is to just say the obvious. He will be a ruler. Oh, he will be a ruler. Because that's, that's important, because remember in the preceding paragraph, many nations are assembled against Israel, and they're saying, let her be defiled, let, let her eyes gaze upon Zion. They're gloating over Zion, but they do not know the thoughts of the Lord. They don't understand his plan. Oh, how strange is this plan? How strange are his thoughts that are coming in chapter 5, verse 2. He has gathered them as sheaves. In other words, they will be defeated. The enemies coming against Israel will be defeated. Rise up, O Israel, and thresh, O daughter of Zion. I'm going to make your horn iron and your hoofs bronze. You shall beat in pieces many peoples and shall devote their gain to the Lord. But for now, look at this, they're embattled. they're being shamed, they're being uh, sieged. So we don't know how this is going to work out. We've got a predicted victory here against the enemies of the Lord. We've got the enemies seeming to get the upper hand. And then we get the, the prophecy of the Messiah, who's going to be a ruler, but he's going to be a, a different kind of ruler than one might expect. He's going to shepherd. He's going to give security. But somewhere in this process, and this is one of the things about prophets, is that they don't spell out all the details. Somewhere in here, God's going to get a great victory over his enemies. There will be a threshing somewhere before God rules to the ends, before the Messiah rules to the ends of the earth. One more thing to notice. You of Bethlehem, who are little, too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth one for me. It's going to be serving the glory of God and fulfilling God's purposes. A ruler in Israel and his coming forth shall be from of old, from ancient days. Now, what does that mean and why did he say it? And I'm going to give you two possibilities and show you why both are possible. One possibility is that from of old means, like we said here, he's harking back to David. His He is the fulfillment of the Davidic promise from 300 years ago. I'll give you a reason why I think that's a very good possibility. Here in Nehemiah 12.46, it says, for long ago, now that's exactly the same Hebrew word and construction. For long ago, in the days of David and Asaph, there were directors of the singers and there were songs of praise and thanksgiving. So clearly, Mekedem, or from long ago here, can refer to hundreds of years ago in the days of David however it can also be more than that here's habakkuk 1:12 are you not from everlasting same exact phrase o lord my god my holy one we shall not die o lord you have ordained them as the judgment and so on so from everlasting, referring to God, not going back to uh, David as a human king, but rather the Lord into eternity. And we should not balk at the possibility of Micah referring to the preexistence of this king because Isaiah says in 9.6, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, referring to the Messiah, And the government will be upon his shoulders, just like Micah said. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Now, those two phrases together are so stunning that when we go back to read that this ruler that will come forth from little Bethlehem is going to be from of old, from ancient days, may well be a reference to his pre-existence, and, and, and whether that's true here or not, it is true, because in John one one, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So we know that the Messiah, the Son of David, Son of God, was pre-existent, whether this Is pointing to it or not, I don't think we can be absolutely sure. That's just the way the prophets work sometimes, is that they give these pointers that could go one way, could go another, and we are informed later in revelatory history how to understand it. So what we do next time is pursue the rest of this, and it will shed light back on the meaning of this prophecy And then we'll tackle the actual wording of the fulfillment in Matthew 2.